listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycles just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. I'm here for the bikes. I got a <laughs> smile on my face. We're going to talk bikes today, Mark? Uh, yeah. Um, my route to work is almost complete. Almost. We've had orange barrels on that thing all summer long, both both uh, Dubuque Street and First Avenue uh, in the Iowa City Corville area have been under construction, and they finally paved the last section, mm. uh, at least on one side. They still got a little bit more to do on the other side, but finally, uh, I could be flat tire free soon. <laughs> so, so you don't feel like a slalom uh, <laughs> bicyclist going down uh, through the orange cones? It's a little treacherous. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's been a little crazy mm. getting through there. A lot of traffic. Corville has done a really super job of keeping a route open, and and I really got to sing their praises on that because uh, uh, that was obviously a priority. They got a lot of people walking and biking in that area, and uh, so it hasn't been impossible to get back and forth, but now it's going to be a dream. Yeah. I saw a big article in the Des Moines Register just the other day. It said it's almost the end of the construction season. <laughs> so when does construction season start back up? January um, 1? You know, both of these projects have started and they start doing utility work this time of year. So even though they're not tearing up concrete, they're still like putting down lines and sewer and things like that. So I don't think it really ever ends. It, it never ends. No. It, it absolutely never ends. There are some projects I've been living in Iowa for 15 <clears throat> years. I, I swear some projects have been going on for all 15 of those. But, oh, yeah. But, um, you know, some kind of progress when we get new new roads out there and we, we're able to use them as cyclists. And hopefully, mm-hmm. if they're making the roads new, right. maybe they'll use some new techniques, maybe the way they place rumble strips or maybe a bike lane or any kind of bike facility would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Well, and, and that's coming. Um, I know the DOT passed a new bike ped plan this year, so they're going to be adding four foot of unencumbered space. That's... Uh, outside the rumble strip that's going to be a new policy for them they're going to do more paved shoulders and projects and uh bike projects are going to be the default Uh, you're going to have to get an exception if you don't have a bike project on your road on dot roads now county roads take up much more city roads take up much more so those are two different sorts of uh uh, things that we got to work on but the dot's policy is pretty good and that's leadership Counties and cities hopefully will follow along with suits. So, yeah, it's. I think there are a lot of good things that will be going on yeah. there. Well, on some uh, non-traffic-related news, if you if you will, um, if did you happen to catch the Iowa State basketball game last night? I didn't. Well, we started getting, like, blow-up on Twitter last night, and I'm like, what in the heck is going on? And I'm at, um, my daughter had a basketball game. She's uh-huh. a cheerleader. So we're like, you know, in our own little world there. And all of a sudden, like after about the third or fourth text and little Twitter bombs here uh-huh. and there, I'm like, what is going on? Apparently, Bill Walton, you know, Big Bill. Yeah. <laughs> so Big Big Bill Walton is doing the Iowa State game against Arizona out in Maui. And oh. he just mentions a few things that are, you know, indigenous to Iowa, things like, you know, the 80 truck stop, 
uh, Ragbri, you know, things like that. And and then he just kind of went off and just said, hey, you know what, you know, Ragbri, you know, great bike ride, blah, blah, blah. And uh, his his counterpart asked him, well, have you ever ridden Ragbri? And he's like, he goes, that might be the only thing that would get me out of San Diego in July. <laughs> so so we've spent some time over the years with, with Bill Walton, yeah. just an absolute great ambassador to the bicycle. Um, he's always talking about his cycling escapades and just how much he loves the bicycle. So it was, it was nice on a, on a big game like that for him to be talking about cycling and be talking about Ragbri. Nice. That's, uh, Bill's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Another interesting one, um, someone forwarded an interview, um, with a guy named Ron Livingston. I don't know if that name rings a bell to you. And let me, um, let me paint a picture of, of Ron Livingston. Snoopy? Or, no, do, uh, uh, Goofy? No, he's, he's from, he's from Cedar Rapids. Right. And his, his famous movie, he hung out with a guy named Michael Bolton and, <laughs> Does it ring a bell yet? Well, uh, yeah, TPS reports. I, I was gonna say, wasn't he in in uh, Swingers and he had to play Goofy? Oh, was he in Swingers too? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I did not know he was in Swingers. Yeah, yeah, in- a- interesting. Yeah. So, so learn something new every day. So Ron Livingston's from Cedar Rapids. Uh-huh. Like, get out of here. Yeah. And so um, the the fact that somehow. The interviewer brought up something about you know, hey, you're from Iowa. Have you ever done ragbri? Oh, no, and he kidding. just kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't think I've gotten around to that. It was almost like you know, he was in the Peter voice at that point. From <laughs> eh, you know, you know, that's that's just too much work there, kind of kind of attitude. And and then he kind of relented and said, well, maybe with my daughter down down the road or something like that. So so we go from Bill Walton to you know Peter from Office Space, uh, Ron Livingston. Uh, and and we're huge Office Space fans in sure. in, in our office. So Ragbri is all about all about Office Space, and you know we could probably throw out a few lines from Office Space. Any any one of our staff members could. Let's let let's challenge him. If Ron Livingston is listening, yes, uh, will you comp him an, an entry to Ragbri this year? Eh, yeah, I don't know. You know? <laughs> I'll have to check with the two Bobs and see where see where we're at. But I. I Probably for Ron Livingston, we could probably make an exception. All right. All right. Well, let's – there's the deal, Ron. Let's get you out here to Iowa. Let's ride your bike across the state. Bring your daughter. Don't bring your daughter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Bring Michael Bolton. Bring you know. bring bring some uh, – bring Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. We're all we're all good with all those all yeah. those choices. Yeah. So, cool. so brushes with, with fame, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's usually at this time there's some Hallmark uh, channel show – Trust me, I don't watch them, but my wife absolutely loves the Hallmark Channel. And when we switched over to the the new cable, whatever, we got this YouTube TV now. No, I'm not endorsing that or anything, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, there's no Hallmark Channel. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> God forbid you don't have the Hallmark Channel on your selections <laughs> during the holiday season. And so, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving is the time for the Hallmark Channel. So... But there is one Hallmark Channel episode that the guy in there somehow says, you know, what would you want to, you know, what do you want for Christmas or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, all I want to do is ride Ragbri in Iowa. And so so Sweet. every year they play this stupid Hallmark Channel one and we'll get, 
I don't know, 20 emails or texts that say, hey, did you hear that that guy on the Hallmark Channel, you know, whatever, <laughs> the Christmas wreath or whatever they call those things, talking about rag price. Nice. So, so it brushes with famous people, right. Ron Livingston, Hallmark Channel, Bill Walton. It's all good. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So what else is going on in the world? You know nothing. We had a draft last week. A draft? Um, yeah, the People for Bikes event out in Council Bluffs. Sure, sure. Heard um, of it. Great time. I think we had like 75, 80 people in the room. Wow. It was huge. I saw some photos from it. It looked like <laughs> Pete Phillips was in the crowd. Act, Pete, Pete spoke. Uh, also, uh, Julie Harris, who will be on today's podcast. Is that the air quote? Female Mark Wyatt of Nebraska, <laughs> something like that. She would be my colleague, uh, running the the state of Nebraska. The, the Mark Wyatt of of Nebraska is what I heard, or something yeah. along that line. And I'm like, God forbid, who would want to be tagged with that moniker? She you know? she is way too kind to me, uh, and, and she did this during her draft uh, presentation. She's like, you know, I was doing great, and Mark does a great job, and I'm like, oh no, Julie, you're doing great too. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she'll be on the show. I mean, Nebraska's not for everybody. It's kind of for Scott Garner a little bit. He's a Nebraska <laughs> guy. But um, no, we love Nebraska. Yeah. All our contiguous states, we we jest all the time about people from Nebraska or any of those other states. But, yeah. but we, we love our counterparts over there just across the river. Yeah. Although now, and I should say that, I should explain the background on that. When I said Nebraska is not for everybody, that's their new tourism model. Oh. That's their slogan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just own it, man. Uh. Just own it. Nebraska is not for everyone. Yeah. Hmm. But the ones that are there enjoy it. Yeah. Warren yeah. Buffett lives there, doesn't he? I get that. Yeah. yeah. He's a Nebraska guy. Larry the Cable Guy is a Nebraska guy. Did you, you know, know that? 50% of the population of Nebraska lives east of Sioux City. And 39% of stats are, well, no. <laughs> I, I believe that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good, good stat. So, yeah. So Murph did an interview with Julie, uh-huh. Julie Harris. And I, I might have met Julie Harris before. I, she mm-hmm. might have been at the Bike Tour Network. Um, I think, I think was, so. I think maybe over, over time. But, yeah, kind of interested to hear what's going on mm-hmm. with our counterparts over there. Yeah. It's not for everyone, as you know. But, right. But for those, the few, the proud, the yeah. Nebraskans, right. it'll be good. Right. Good. What else is going on? We're we're almost into the Thanksgiving season. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday of Thanksgiving week, and I can't wait for Thanksgiving. It's one, it's it's a holiday that's basically based around food, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, it, you are giving thanks, and you know, obviously, there's a lot of you know history behind the holiday of Thanksgiving. But uh-huh. but you're you're not going over to England and and you know celebrating thanksgiving are you no no it's an american holiday it's not for everyone um no uh my plan is to go back home in uh, hudson iowa uh see uh, kate hudson the mayor of hudson absolutely and uh i think i'm going to try to talk jennifer into bringing bikes so we can go ride a little bit of gravel for the day oh gravel gravy Gravel gravy. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, we're just chilling. Um, <clears throat> we are actually staying here in beautiful Iowa, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be really nice come come Thanksgiving. And uh, we we've got a planned trip during the holidays. To, you know, during the Christmas holidays, to go down mm-hmm. and see my my family and her family yes. down in Florida. So and uh, cutting a week off winter in Iowa, not a bad thing <laughs> if you can do it. 
I highly recommend cutting a week off. I agree. Yeah. So somewhere along this way, we need to go out and figure out this route because all of a sudden that January 26th is looming. Well, that just doesn't happen on its own. I mean, I thought it was automatic. Everybody tells me, well, it goes north, central, south, north, central, south, right? And I'm like, uh, not quite. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. why are there only three parts to Iowa? Why is it only, you know... You know, we got northeast, southwest. We got four directions, but when when we divvy up the state, it's only like three things. Yeah, north, central. You know, can't we get something else in there, like like the Midlands or you know the, you know, just come up with another nickname so we can have four. Well, it's because the state's flat. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, that is uh-huh. true. State is flat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Rag is an easy flat ride. Yes. 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 No matter where we go. Right. But people are shuddering. Oh, my God. They might go south. What am I going to do? You know, uh, okay. Well, you know, what? Get you know, you can train, first of all. Right. Or maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, there are some parts of the south that aren't so darn hilly. There yeah. are parts that are very hilly. Yeah. There's parts of northern Iowa that are pretty hilly. Right. Did you happen to catch that ride into Lansing? Right. Did you catch that ride one time in Dubuque? Potter's Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So there, you know, newsflash. Pilot there, Mound. There's there's hills in Iowa. Uh, what was that hill we missed last year? The the one out of uh, the state park? Oh, yeah. The uh, ledges. Ledges? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's hills. Yep. There are. Well, we got to do, ride that during yeah. during June. We, we did a little bike ride, and we got to ride that in June, and it was I, fun. I teared up when we didn't have to do that on the <laughs> road. It was sad. Yeah, yeah. No one no one was shedding a tear that day. <laughs> it made the ride a little bit easier. Yeah. So good. All right, anything else before we uh, get to the show with Murph and, and, and the Mark White of Nebraska? Let's listen to Julie and just go bike. Go Bike Podcast listeners, aka Murph here, with another podcast interview just for you. Last week, along with my co-host AP, uh, also known as Parrot Talk, I hosted another draft meetup where we gather a group of cyclists uh, in an Iowa town to talk about bikes, biz, and beers. Um, And on a side note, if you want to look up draft, you can just probably Google draft meetup. Um, It's run by People for Bikes. Anyway, one of our speakers was Julie Harris, and she's the executive director of the National Bicycle, I'm sorry, Nebraska Bicycling Alliance. Um, She had a great presentation, so I wanted to bring her on the podcast. Hey, Julie. Hi. Well, I'm going to assume that the the Nebraska Bicycling Alliance is similar to the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, which is where I work. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to find out more from Julie. So let's jump right in. So Julie, uh, Nebraska Bicycling Alliance, what role do you play in this organization? I am the executive director. Um, I'm the one and only paid staff person. So I'm also the marketing manager and the finance manager and the janitor and all of those (laughs) things. But um, I guess my business card says that I'm the executive director. Sure. So you do a little bit of everything, but also all of everything. That's right. (laughs) Although we we do have somebody that has stepped in to help me out with our recent uh, bike walk summit. And she's been um, a great help in kind of helping me with some of those 
nagging details that can easily get pushed off to the back burner sometimes. So that's been really helpful. Awesome. Awesome. Well, give us a little bit of history about the Nebraska Bicycling Alliance. Sure. Um, you know, Nebraska had um, over the over the years tried a couple of times, maybe three times to get a state bike advocacy organization off the ground. And it just um, just never really got going. Lots of really great intention and great people, but just apparently just wasn't the right time. Um, but in 2013, um, it finally, the stars kind of seemed to align and, and a board came together. It was just all volunteer at that point. I was on the board. I was the vice president of the board. And uh, we were determined to, you know, make things better in Nebraska for biking and um, found out pretty quickly that although we, you know, we, we did some good stuff, it was just hard to really make the impact that we wanted to make. Um, without having any paid staff. And so in 2014, I left my job um, where I had been eight and a half years working on active transportation, advocacy, and safe routes to school and complete streets and all those things, and came on as a as a uh, part-time, well, volunteer, actually, to start with, but um, a tiny little baby paycheck to start with <laughs> um, in 2014. And, um, and we've just sort of gradually grown and uh, so now we're we're coming in April of 2019 will be my four year anniversary. And we've been making some good progress ever since and things are looking up. Awesome. Well, when you look at uh, the Nebraska Bicycling Alliance, you know, just in general, like what's the mission of the organization? Well, our mission right now is to cultivate a safer, more bicycle friendly state through partnerships, education and advocacy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, our vision, obviously, is to see a state where biking is safe and accessible for everyone. So mm -hmm. um, it's probably not a lot different than what yours is over in Iowa. But um, we really like the, the word cultivate in our mission. It's it's a and I'm sure you all can relate to that. It's agricultural based and um, we kind of fixate on that word a little bit. Mm -hmm. And your mission sounds um, very familiar. It's, you know the same thing that we're trying to do too is to get uh, more people on bicycles and safer and all of that good stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, so what is uh, your focus as far as the organization goes for Nebraska cycling? Like, are you uh, into anything specific? I know you mentioned safe routes to school was a previous job, but I would assume that that's part of what you do now as well. Well, we've, we've been really fortunate over the last few years in that, um, We've been able to do a lot of technical assistance. Um, our Department of Health and Human Services at the state has um, been working on a grant from the CDC called Walkable Communities. <clears throat> and they've been going around working with um, about a dozen communities across the state that wanted to improve walkability in their cities. But also they found that we came in because they wanted to also include biking in that. So we've been mm -hmm. doing a lot of that sort of technical assistance doing some presentations, um, safe routes to school was part of that. We've been, we've done a lot of training on what complete streets policies look like and how to get there. Um, so we've done a lot of that and our focus, um, we just completed a strategic plan, um, during a retreat a few weeks ago. And, and we're really going to, um, while we're going to continue looking at those projects and policies and advocacy that improve transportation, 
um, cycling in Nebraska. We're also going to be taking a, a, a hard look at bike tourism and trails because as we sort of went around the state um, during 2018 and, and I heard kind of did some whistle stop tour type stops across the state, trails um, came up over and over again as something that were really important to people that they wanted to see more of, they mm -hmm. wanted to get more people coming into their communities to ride those trails. So, so we'll be taking, um, taking on a little bit more of that focus as we move forward as well. And we're looking forward to that. Awesome. And that totally brings up my next question because I, um, top of my head, I don't recall that I've ever been on a bike in Nebraska. What? I know. I hate to say that. I'm sorry. That's all right. But I've heard of some great trails and I just wanted to find out, um, you know, what are some must see places to see or to go or to trails to hit when you're in Nebraska? Yeah. Um, you know, we have, I've been thinking about this question a lot, um, before I came on, we've got a lot of really great little hidden gems in Nebraska that we would love to see more Iowa folks coming over to ride. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, it starts with the Bob Carey pedestrian bridge um, that connects council bluffs to Omaha. And that has just been such a, such an amazing addition um, to biking and walking in our state you know, for people from Omaha, we can get across the river um, and get through a lot of trails, you know, up and down the riverfront on the Iowa side mm -hmm. um, and into Council Bluffs, which they have also been making some nice strides in terms of bikeability. Mm -hmm. um, and we also have a lot of um, longer rails to trails places in Nebraska. The Cowboy Trail is is obviously the, the top thing that comes to mind that um when it's completed will be the longest rails to trails um, facility in the country. Um, it runs, you know, 250 miles or more, I guess, across the Northern part of our state mm -hmm. following highway 20. And um, it's just a, just a gorgeous part of the state, just gentle rolling Hills um, takes you into the sand Hills, which are a very unique place. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And eventually it'll go all the way to Crawford, which is the Pine um, Pine Ridge area in our state, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. Um, What's that one called? We, you said the Cowboy Trail? The Cowboy Trail, yeah. And what sort of a terrain is that? Is that like a limestone or is it actually paved? It's limestone. Okay. It's it's paved with limestone and thorns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you're coming to ride the Cowboy Trail, pro tip, tubeless. Tubeless, tubeless. Uh -huh. um, what my, my dream is that somehow the University of Nebraska Agricultural School will come up with some sort of environmentally friendly way to eradicate the thorns along the cowboy trail. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we have to torch <laughs> it or what we have to do, but come tubeless if you're coming to ride the cowboy trail. Or, um, uh, you know, get some, um, some vendors who, uh, entrepreneur type people that you can put some... Uh, uh, what would you call it? like a vending machine along your route yeah. with uh, the nice uh, thick tires or tubes? You know, and that's one of the things that came up in our strategic plan is that with the Cowboy Trail and looking at bike tourism, um, you know, all those little towns along there, there's no bike shop. And so what can we do in that ah. regard? Can we, 
can we look at bike vending machines? Can we, you know, go into the little hardware stores and all of those little towns and say, hey, you know, we recognize you're not a bike shop, but if you could stock, mm-hmm. you know, some tubes or some um, basic tools or, you know, tire pumps or whatever it might be, um, you know, and then start to make that information available somehow to riders, that that would definitely help. So that's that's definitely on our radar screen because it's um, few and far between up there between actual bike shops. In mm-hmm. fact, I think there's only one. There's one in Norfolk, which is the eastern terminus of the trail. I think there's something in Valentine, which is about halfway. And then um, there's not much else in terms of actual bike shops. So that's that's on our radar screen to figure out. Mm-hmm. And hopefully um, as bike tourism increases along there, it will come naturally where, like you said, you know, those hardware stores are going to like, wait a minute, we've had eight people come in and ask for this bike park. Yes. So let's carry it. Exactly. And we mm-hmm. and we envision that to be the same for convenience stores and coffee shops and little those little old roadside motels that, mm-hmm. you know, look like they were built in the 50s, but would be great for a person on a bike to just be able to roll in there and take refuge for the night. All those places. That's the dream to get, you know, get those little towns activated mm-hmm. along the trail. Um, I'm from Western Nebraska originally. I'm from Scotts Bluff, which is out near the Wyoming border. And so, of course, I have to always plug the the hometown and out there. So <laughs> there's um, some just gorgeous country out in Western Nebraska, too. So if you're coming across Nebraska from Iowa, if you're headed to Denver or wherever you're headed, you know, try to stop and get off, get out of your car and get on your bike. There's so many along the way between Omaha and Scotts Bluff, so many little towns off the interstate that have little trail systems in town or not far from a little park that, that might have some good riding, you know, get off the interstate and uh, pedal around a bit and you'll find something cool. Awesome. Awesome. Um, What about, uh, are there actual specific rides or events in Nebraska maybe that happen annually that I think listeners may want to check out? Yeah. Well, um, if you're tired of RAGBRAI, which, what? gosh, I don't, does anybody get tired of RAGBRAI? <laughs> I've never personally done RAGBRAI, but um, we have um, our version of that, which is much smaller, much more laid back. Well, I don't know if laid back is the word. RAGBRAI is pretty laid back from what I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's small. Everything about it is just a little bit more scaled down. It's called the Bike Ride Across Nebraska. Um, this year it's going, it's going to be following that cowboy trail route that I mentioned oh, okay. earlier, mm-hmm. um, because the, the trail pretty much follows highway 20 across the Northern part of the state. And I think they're doing a trail, like an, a gravel option too, along the trail there. Um, so that's one brand. Um, and then tour day, Nebraska is another that's been going for a long time there. Um, Whereas Bran is a seven-day thing, Tour Day Nebraska is a three- to five-day, oh, okay. and it goes in a loop rather than point-to-point. Point. So that makes it kind of interesting, and I think they've started implementing a, a day in the middle where you're off the bike if you want to be and just enjoying whatever additional recreation is available in the town you're in. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And are both those um, events uh, camping events or hotel? Or? Um, yes, they are both camping events. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, I think there's some really amazing, there's some amazing gravel riding and racing in Nebraska that's really been taking off. Gravel Worlds is a huge thing that happens every year that's getting a lot of national attention now. 
um, out in the panhandle in the Scotts Bluff area, there's a, a gravel ride um, that's been drawing a lot of pe- a race, I should say, that's been dra- drawing people from Colorado to come up and race, mm-hmm. you know, a new new place to be. Um, so, you know, and then, of course, there's um, like the MS 150 and all those sort of national things, too. Um, so, yeah, we've got we've got several things happening and uh, they kind of switch up their route every year, like Ragbrae. So mm-hmm. you want something new, you should come come this direction a little farther. Mm-hmm. And uh, you mentioned gravel, which is, you know, kind of an up and coming uh, form of cycling. And I would say as far as Iowa terrain goes, we have gravel roads everywhere, like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of miles of gravel. Would you say the same about Nebraska? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's that's the thing that we're seeing with the fat bike crowd, especially that um, people just love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we like Iowa, we are definitely no shortage of gravel roads out here. So sure, sure. minimum maintenance and all that stuff. It's it's all here. <laughs> <laughs> um, good old Midwest, right? That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, um, you know, we spoke a little bit about gravel, but what kind of future do you see for cycling in Nebraska? You know, <laughs> we joked about this at the uh, draft meetup in Council Bluffs the other night. Um, well, our future is nothing but up because we are right now the 50th place state in the bike uh, League of American Bicyclists bike-friendly state rankings. So mm. uh that's us hmm. down at the bottom. Well, somebody's got to um, be there, right? Somebody's got to be there. That's <laughs> right. You know, somebody has to be first. Somebody has to be last. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but I do see things improving and I see them improving in a variety of ways. I see um, Omaha and Lincoln definitely starting to make, um, make more progress with um, transportation issues with their bike share programs, Heartland Bike Share is just killing it right now. Um, Lincoln right now is working on a, a new um, city bike plan. Okay. Um, you know, so things like this give me hope. And then some of our smaller towns are also making strides. Um, Grand Island, Nebraska, which is about 50,000 people, uh, passed a complete streets policy this past year um, and is working on a bike plan. Hastings, which is um, just down the road from Grand Island a bit, working on a bike plan, you know, so it's starting to, it's starting to happen. We're seeing it sort of transforming, um, where biking as transportation is starting to really be recognized a little bit more. Um, and our, you know, our state DOT has always been kind of a, kind of a joke. We've, it's been the butt of a lot of jokes because we were the last state in the country to have a department of roads and that finally changed in 2017 to become a department of transportation, but they're really coming along. You know, we're really starting to see a change there in terms of them being willing to partner with us, asking for our opinion on things, asking us to be involved, asking us to facilitate um, public meetings that they need to, that they want to have concerning their projects and how they impact biking. So, Mm -hmm. you know, all is not lost. I know we, you know, it's, it, it can be pretty um, demoralizing to be down at the bottom of that list, but but we do see things happening, and um, I'm sure we're not any different than a lot of states where we have to we have to recognize that change is not going to come 
in one fell swoop in 12 short months, you know, it's, it's going to be a very, very long time coming Mm -hmm. and we have to keep our expectations, manage our expectations. We shouldn't settle by any means, but at the same time, we need to, we need to celebrate the little tiny wins along the way and, and keep the faith that those little tiny wins will, will amount to, to bigger change down the road. Definitely. And having your alliance there and alive and focused on these sorts of things is going to help tremendously as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, if somebody, um, I'm a, well, I should note, we didn't say this at the beginning, but um, the Nebraska Bicycling Alliance is a nonprofit organization. Um, mm-hmm. You do accept donations and you are always looking for members. So oh, yes. if somebody wants to contact you or become part of the alliance, how can they find you? Well, we are at um, nebike.org. And you can find us on all the things on Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. um, and our website. There's um, we're going to ask people to stay tuned because there's might be some changes to some of that stuff coming soon that we're not quite ready to talk about yet. But um, right now, nebike.org is the best way to find us. Okay. And look for exciting things to come, it sounds like. Yes. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, what about you, Julie? Uh, what kind of bicycle riding do you enjoy? Well, um, my heart is in the transportation side. Um, that's where, you know, I grew up being able, being fortunate to be able to ride my bike and walk to school oh, yeah. K through 12. I mean, I, I, we had bikes in our neighborhood and we rode everywhere and until we got our, our driver's licenses anyway, back then. Um, so that, you know, um, transportation cycling is kind of where my heart is, but, but I really enjoy a lot of things. I, I have done brand a couple of times now. I was always a little bit leery about the camping, mm-hmm. even though I was a girl scout growing up. I don't know why I was so leery about the camping, but I love my little tent. I love to <laughs> crawl in there at night and listen to my audiobook and just be a happy little camper. Mm-hmm. So, um, road riding, obviously for that. I, uh, I enjoy mountain bike riding and I am really not great at it, but I do. <laughs> I do enjoy it to a, a, a rational point where, you know, when I'm like staring down the barrel of craziness, I will not continue. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have crashed into a tree a few times and that kind of thing, but I enjoy being back in the woods and you know, all that good stuff. So I, um, I, I haven't done a lot of, um, gravel. I haven't done a lot of, um, you know, I've done a couple of participated in a couple of races. Let's just leave it at that, but not any hardcore racing or anything, but, um, I just really enjoy the camaraderie that I notice in those environments and, um, it's just exciting to watch if even if you're not participating. So yeah, I kind of do a lot, a little bit of everything, but get me on my bike in the city and I'm a happy girl. Yeah. The social side of cycling is, is mind blowing to me how much, um, how easy it is to get involved. Oh yeah. My, my best, um, some of my best girlfriends, we, we've gone a few times to South Dakota to ride the Mickelson trail, um, as a, on a girl's trip. And those are some of the best, 
memories of my life. It's just the best to be with friends on bikes. It's there's nothing like it. Agreed. Agreed. Well, um, since you haven't been on Ragbri, you probably don't know that everyone is always passionate about pie. Oh, I know. Oh, you do know. I've heard all about the pie. All right. All right. Well, do you have a favorite pie? I do. And I'm lucky that my mom is a pie maker extraordinaire, the best homemade crust, all that good stuff. So my mom makes the best rhubarb pie Mm. in the world. So I'm going to have to go with rhubarb pie. I'm sure they probably serve that on Ragbri, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Strawberry rhubarb pie is a popular one when I am interviewing people on this podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't put the strawberries in there now. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Maybe your mom should try it one time. Well, I suppose. I suppose. But yeah. So it's also been my mother shamelessly sucks up to my husband with the rhubarb pie. I think that's maybe why he married me with my mom's <laughs> rhubarb pie. But it and, works. And we are uh, recording the week of Thanksgiving. So um, I'm oh, sure that yeah. most of listeners will have uh, at least one piece of pie this week of some sort, whether it's pumpkin or rhubarb or whatever. Yeah, I grew up eating mincemeat pie, too. I have lots of Iowa root, by the way. My grandma from Iowa used to make mincemeat pie, which was really good. So that probably isn't on ragbri, but (laughs) that's an Iowa thing, I suppose. Right, right. Well, Julie, thank you so much for being on the podcast and, you know, letting us know, know more about Nebraska Bicycling Alliance. Well, it was fun. You know, you guys are welcome to come this direction anytime and, uh, we appreciate all that the Iowa Bike Coalition does, and, and you all and Mark have been a great resource to us over the years. So we're thankful for you all across the river. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, listeners, if you have an idea for a future podcast, email us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. And I'll leave you with a quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Marcus Tullius Cicero. Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. Think about it. Okay, we've come to the end of another edition of the Jisco Bike Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in again. And, you know, the the opportunities to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast are ever expanding. So now if you want to listen on Spotify, uh, what else? We got Google Play. We got SoundCloud. We got iTunes, Stitcher. What was the other one we were in there? iHeart? iHeart Media. We're on that one now. iHeart Media. So there's absolutely no excuse why you're not listening to the Just Go Bike mm-hmm. podcast. Because if you didn't listen today, you would not... <laughs> Learn all the good things about what's going on in the state of Iowa, throughout the Midwest, throughout the country. All the fun stuff happening right. with cycling. So, and and this podcast couldn't be possible without a few great sponsors. And who are those, Mark? Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. If you're looking for great bike trails, places to ride, even uh, ride to a couple Hawkeye basketball games or wrestling, um, think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Bikes to You, one of the best bike shops that you can find in Iowa, along with a fantastic women's clothing supply and uh, a Ragbrite Charter. So if you're looking to uh, go in style, check out Bikes to You. 
And then finally, Primalware. If you're going to order custom bike jerseys, shorts, apparel, now's the time to start talking with Jake and Jenny, Tim, Dave, the whole crew at Primalware. They are going to take care of you and make your dreams come true on that really cool, awesome jersey. So check out Primalware.com. They they are the masters over there. We just uh, rolled out our new Ragbride jersey for mm-hmm. for 2019, and it's got uh, obviously the windmill uh, logo on there, but all sorts of neat little things. Those the artists at Primal are just just top notch, top notch. Yeah. So yeah. so um, yeah, I highly recommend them. I mean, if you're looking, you know, for a little team apparel. And it doesn't have to be the traditional jersey. If you're looking for something a little cooler, a little more styling, a little kind of like a bowling shirt or, you know, just yeah. anything like that, just just hit those guys up, take a look at their catalog and see what they can do for you. Mm-hmm. Cool. What else is going on in the world, Mark, before we kind of head towards Turkey? You know, uh, I think that's it. There's a whole bunch of turkey rides out there. I mean, turkey trots and, and runs are Thanksgiving, I think, is Thanksgiving things are going on. Uh, so look at the calendar. Look at bikeiowa.com and yeah. find a ride in your area and go ride. Otherwise, just get on your bike and go ride. The trails are still in great shape. There's no snow on them mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Good change. Just get out there and just go bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.